0: This is Calling the Tune, a new Phi Compass podcast series on financial instruments under the new Common Provisions Regulation. My name is Chiara Continenza from the FiCompass team at EIB. The height of sophistication is simplicity, wrote playwright and diplomat Claire booth Luce in the 1930s. Simplicity or simplification is a key feature of the new CPR. Today, I am joined by Oana Dordain and Yeva Zalite from DG Regio to discuss the new regulation and how it affects financial instruments. Oana, Yeva, welcome.
1: We are very pleased to be here. Hello to our listeners.
0: So, Oana, In the introduction to the new regulation, it is stated that administrative simplification is a key objective. Why is simplification so important and how has it been achieved in your opinion? Is the new regulation really making things easier in relation to financial instruments?
1: Yes, the simplification is very important. And it's important because the funds, the public support, has to arrive quickly in the real economy. For financial instruments, it's even more important because we need to attract private investors to co-invest along our funds. So the simplification was the purpose of this legislative framework. And even if the Commission speaks each time about simplification, I think that this time we really made it. We try to entrust more to national authorities to choose up the best options for the use of their funds. And in the legislative process, from the beginning, we are listening all the time to the external stakeholders to be able to take on board their concerns and to ensure a real simplification also in the legal framework.
0: And Oana, the regulation is certainly less detailed in terms of its requirements. Was this deliberate? Do you intend to supplement the regulation with additional delegated legislation and guidance?
1: It was deliberate to have less legal requirements. We wanted just to set a general framework and to give freedom to the national authorities to set up the financial instruments which are the best suited for the regional or national needs. We are told during the legislative process that it is too nice to be true and for sure the Commission hidden something in the legislative provisions. And we tried to reassure the Member States, but we didn't manage because some of the provisions which are in the current legal framework came back into the legislative process. We are not intending to issue any delegated legislation and we do not intend to issue guidance but we are happy to help member states and to provide bilateral support and to reply to questions.
0: So that's really interesting indeed, and I, I'm sure our listeners will find it useful to reach out to you in case they have further questions on this. Now, Yeva, what do you think are the most important features of the new regulation that were simplified?
2: The most important simplification is we have a more streamlined ex-ante assessment with fewer requirements but at the same time it focuses on developing the investment strategy for financial instruments. Even more, managing authorities uh, have this possibility to update or use existing exante assessments so they don't have to start uh, this exercise all over again for the next uh, programming period. I think also there are more flexibilities and more possibilities for combination of grants and financial instruments in one financial instrument operation, which also will follow financial instrument rules. Payments from the Commission to the Managing Authority are significantly simplified, so we will have only one advance and subsequent payment claims will be based on eligible expenditure. I think also provisions on eligibility are much shorter and much clearer, and also we did a big effort in relation to reporting requirements, which are now much more streamlined and simplified uh, with those of grants. Now, Yeva, this is really interesting, and I'm sure our
0: listeners will find this entire podcast series, which touches upon many of the topics you just mentioned, very useful. And now another feature in 2021, Yevam, is InvestEU. It is clearly an important consideration for those managing authorities that are developing their programs right now. How do you see InvestEU and, and share management funds, financial instruments working together?
2: From our perspective uh, here in DigiRegio, we see that uh, the market for repayable support is large enough to accommodate both InvestEU and uh, shared management financial instruments. Our financial instruments can be used to design more tailored solutions, whereas support under InvestEU may intervene and channel more generic support, for example, where there is a lack of uh, general financing for SMEs. InvestEU and um, shared management um, financial instruments intervene in the same policy areas, which is good news, and they are almost 100% identical. Therefore, we see a lot of complementarity for the two forms of support. In short, we wish that the Member States continue with shared management financial instruments and they consider also a contribution to InvestEU. Well,
0: we're all looking forward to more use of financial instruments in the next programming period, for sure. Oana, I know you're currently negotiating the programmes with member states. What has been the impact of the parallel implementation of the Recovery and Resilience Facility, the so-called RRF? And what role will financial instruments play in the 2021 to 2027 programming period?
1: Financial instruments are an effective mechanism to implement the EU budget, and at each programming period, the Commission expects to use more and more financial instruments. And also, we expect the same for the future. And I would like to give you some evidence from the current programming period. We are afraid that financial instruments would be crowded out by easier grants, as it was possible in the context of the crisis to give grants for working capital. And we are very pleased to see that the opposite happened. The share of financial instruments in the allocations for the current programs increased from 7% to 8%, which for this late stage of the period, given that most of operation had already been selected, is really impressive. We also saw that the support in the form of financial instruments is more than double that what it is to be spent for grants, it amounts to 4.7 billion compared to 2.3 billion for grants. So this proves that financial instruments are an effective mechanism also in crisis times.
0: And finally, a question to both of you, Yeva, Oana, what would be your one piece of advice to our listeners about using financial instruments under the new rules?
2: My advice would be not to be afraid of financial instruments. They are a smart way of using public resources uh, when implementing uh, our programs and delivering policy objectives. They are also an opportunity to benefit from the private sector competence. And I think they offer possibility to venture into sectors which are traditionally intended for uh, grant support. Oana? My advice would be to start
1: now, to set up financial instruments for tomorrow. It is possible to do it now, even with funds from REACT-EU or from normal programming, and you will have the legal basis to continue these financial instruments with a new budget in the new programming period.
0: Thank you very much, Oana Yeva, for sharing your insights and for taking part in this interview today.
2: Thank you very much, and uh, I hope we will have more financial instruments in the future. Thank you. A big thank
0: you also to our listeners for tuning in today to this first episode of the Fee Compass Calling the Tune podcast. If you have any questions, don't hesitate to send us an email at info at feecompass.eu. Also, don't forget to follow us on social media and look out for the next episode on the design and implementation of financial instruments. I wish you all a good day ahead.